Okay, motherfucker! Open this shit up! Open this shit up! This is the heaviest podcast! Let's fucking go! Hello and welcome to episode three of the heaviest podcast. My name is Sonny and I do very much thank you for downloading this. Even if it was a complete accident, if perhaps a drunken flick of the finger has led you towards us, then I am indeed grateful and elated. Yes, yes, come along down, sit down, get ready and light a cigarette or perhaps a little doobie if you do so, please. Take off your shoes and socks and get properly comfy. Even you, yes you, we can see you there sat in your post-wank pit of existentialism. Fear not because we will be answering the question of purpose you're going to be so bloody well compelled to fill your little skull with these jams we're about to speak of you'll be rid of the dread for at least a guaranteed week so kick that toaster right off the edge of the bath not this week old friend what is a heaviest you ask an exemplary heaviest may be this man sat to my right a man so very entrenched in the lifestyle and indeed death style of heavy music in all well almost all of its permutations a man that during a blast beat induced blackout has literally burnt down several religious grounds in the hampshire area wearing only corpse paint and a condom <laughs> local tabloids know him as the elusive black metal bastard i know him as a good friend gary trelease how the fuck are you, my friend? I'm fucking great, son. Thanks for asking. How you doing, man? You kids? That was, yeah, a, nice little, was a nice little spiel you got there, man. Uh, I just, Respect. You know, I'm coming in hot. You're like I'm fucking borderline Ian McKellen over there. <laughs> Jesus. You know, I'm just trying to add a bit of theatre to I like it. I like it. Yeah, it makes it sound really, like, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. How you been, man? How's your week? Yeah, mate. It was pretty fucking sick, to be honest, man. Um, uh, this weekend... So obviously didn't get to go to download this week. You can't do that. Every <laughs> no, week. you can't do that every week. You can't yeah. do that every week. You, it's, you'd you know, die. Yeah, <laughs> you'd, you'd you'd have nothing left. I'd, uh, my my bone density would be <laughs> decreasing at a rapid rate. <laughs> no, it was all right. Um, I went to a free Comic Con this Saturday. Oh, sick! It was uh, at Port Solent. It was a nice little thing, just nopping around. Just you know, saw a couple of geezers dressed yeah, up man. as Batman. There was a Deadpool knocking about. You know, various ladies scantily clad, pretending to be comic book characters, but <laughs> oh, really, yes. you know, I'm, deep I'm, down, I'm Deadpool in a bikini. Yeah, yeah deep know, down, getting away with yeah. the least amount of clothing they can apply. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the uh, the highlight of it, I mean, I, I love I love comic cons. My favorite thing is like I don't really like going to see the artist and like the, the things. I, mm. I'm like really I like like hunting vintage toys. I'm all about trying to find some sort of old you school love toy a good action figure. Don't you, man? Hell yeah. yeah, I'm a big action figure dude. Uh, <laughs> hi, my name's Sonny. I'm 28 and I love action figures. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I managed to pick up a couple of absolute fucking bangers, like some old school Spawn figures for only five pound a pop, which was fantastic Eight bargain yeah you were rude not to buy them it was literally it would have been ridiculous they, they would have been more than five pound new back in 1996 <laughs> so it's a fucking steal somewhere someone fucked up it, they were great um i also bought uh, a very random purchase but like i couldn't leave it there it was um an it was an officially licensed piece of street fighter 2 merchandise <laughs> It was just just a folder, just just a folder. <laughs> you bought you bought a ring binder, didn't you? I bought a ring you binder. Bought a ring binder. <laughs> but it, it Son, we're not school anymore, man. You don't need <laughs> ring binders. I don't. I don't. We even got these have... things called computers, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have like any documents to store. But <laughs> as soon as my child gets a birth certificate, or if I get a wedding certificate, <laughs> it's going straight in the Street Fighter Two. <laughs> You're yeah. kind of hoping that the doctor gives you like, oh, you've got a condition, man, so you can put that piece of information yeah. in your ring binder. I need more documents. <laughs> I need more maybe parking fines or something like that to build up so I can actually you know, Fill make it with use of them. unpaid bills. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I just had like this awesome Street Fighter 2 artwork on the front and on the back. Like, I'm still torn on what to do with it, but it was two fucking pounds. When, ge- when, ge- when I asked the geezer, I'm like, I'm thinking, oh God, it's I've only got a It's two pounds because it's 
basically trash, man. <laughs> it's how dare you? <laughs> how very dare you? <laughs> nah, I um, paid fifty p for an Argos catalog. Bro. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know why I did it. I mean, I did it. Well, I know why I did it. No, I, I don't say why. that. I know why I did it because I love Street Fighter. And if you just shit. see a bit of old school Street Fighter merch out there, you can't fucking leave it, especially oh, no. for two pounds. Two hey, pounds, mate. Two pounds for a little it. bit of your childhood to come back. That's it. You yeah, waste two pound on sweets in about any day of the week, so it's all good, man. Don't worry about it. Um, I tell you what, the, the highlight of the Comic Con was not the the purchases themselves. It was the fact that um, are you, you did you watch American Vandal? I didn't watch all of it. I did. I started and did you, Nick didn't like it, so we didn't carry on watching it. Well, you need to finish it because it's yeah. amazing. It gets way better. But, yeah, uh, will do. In it, the, the crew has this thing called baby farting. Did you did you manage to see no. any of that? No. Well, they like have this like mock thing where they do YouTube videos and they do baby farting and they run around and they fart on kids in playgrounds and run away and stuff <laughs> right. like that. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's probably the best thing about uh, American Vandal. But um, I absolutely ruined some kid's life. I uh, I baby farted him pretty hard. I had a whole Friday night's worth of booze inside of me, just just sitting inside of me, and uh, I was on my way to the cash point at a pretty quick sort of run and i noticed a little lad and like his his head perfectly met where my ass would have been he, he could have been only four yeah um and i don't think he the, was the I, optimum <laughs> baby fart height yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was ultimate baby fart height i don't think the uh the batman uh cow that he was wearing because i mean you know batman's cow classically leaves the face off yeah uh, the mouth off so he wasn't safe <laughs> uh, i basically just like unleashed this full like three second demon outside of my body uh <laughs> and I know that that kid's got something wrong with him now. <laughs> you could taste it. <laughs> I basically filled him up like a dirty pufferfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is so graphic. Why are you always so goddamn graphic? <laughs> um, you know, honestly, though, it might have been okay for him because that might have been the worst thing that's ever happened to him. That might be <laughs> his new superhero origin. <laughs> Fart man. Yeah. <laughs> now, he might become the pufferfish. <laughs> <laughs> the power of a thousand farts. Um, other highlights of my week included uh, nearly getting into, into a fight with an old lady. Well, I say nearly getting into a fight. I basically I told say nearly. Her. I knocked her the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's a little. Sh- I've just started working at this place, and there's a little shop next to it. Next yeah. door, it's, it's in this like little old village and that. And uh, I was like moseying around for a while, trying to like buy a sandwich and that. So I walked up to the counter. I had my headphones. I had uh, one headphone in. Mm. That's key to the story. She she right. thought I had both headphones in, so she like didn't. Uh, I wasn't really taking on how rude she was going to be. Um, and I got up to the counter. I got a sandwich and that. And uh, she like jaggedly pointed as soon as I got there. Like really aggressively pointed to this uh, piece of paper that was like no bigger than a post-it note. Yeah. Like tapped awkwardly to the side of the till uh, in a place that my eyes would never have wandered. And uh, she just looked at me like an absolute piece of shit and was like, we don't take card. And I've got a real problem with that. Like, in this day and age, Mate, like, if I any business doesn't take it, I don't think they deserve to be in business. If you can't, don't take card, then just get out. Get out. Yeah. Get in the bin. We went out for a meal the other night and it was like, we need to get some cash out. And it's like, no, we don't. No, we don't. It's 2018. We don't need cash. Yeah. If you're going to somewhere that especially provides like dinner, you, yeah, you don't need cash. <laughs> yeah, no. Cash is fucked. <laughs> Apple Pay or nothing. What the fuck? Hey, how many germs is there on a fucking <laughs> five pound note? Yeah. Or maybe not a five pound note. They're pretty new. But like a 20 pound note. Imagine, yeah, yeah. imagine how one. many germs are on a fucking 20 pound note. You would fuck not lick that. that for money. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not going near that shit. Yeah. So basically she, you know, she told me in a very stern manner and so she was very rude. So... Uh, I sort of I went to walk away and I sort of turned back to her and I took my headphones out and I said you really didn't need to be that rude you were terrifically rude like it's only <laughs> it's only human to to assume that in 2018 that I could pay for things with a card I mean how long has that been an invention for like I don't know like the 50s is it is it going about that far <laughs> is it the 60s I is it the 70s I yeah. don't know but it's yeah. fucking it's 40 years right here welcome to the heaviest credit uh, card history lesson you yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she was like, oh, no, uh, uh, I did say to you. She fucking well didn't. <laughs> because I've already, I, had, uh, I had preconceived umbrage with these, <laughs> with these people because I'd heard that uh, actually the dude that runs the shop is a little bit racist. Um, right. One of the guys that works at my work doesn't, already doesn't go there like, on purpose because these people are cunts. So that just solidified me in the, the fact that they were cunts. I mean, uh, yeah, so I, I 
she said that to me and I, I walked away and I said, you know, you really did not need to be that rude. It's like, it's actually ridiculous. I'm not going to be coming back. Yeah. I mean, she's lucky I did not have harm's way in my ears because motherfucker <laughs> would not have had any teeth. I would not Should've have been able to restrain myself. Um, yeah, so the highlights of my week were farting in, a bo- uh, farting in a baby's face and nearly knocking out an old woman. And crowd killing an old lady. Yeah. Nice. Me, I've had a very uneventful week. Yeah? Yeah, most of my week has been spent fucking binge watching the, the staircase on netflix oh yes man, it's good it's good man, that shit is good i love true crime documentaries anyway me like, too man i mean that's hardly a revelation yeah <laughs> everyone loves a good true crime everyone documentary does. right there's some sort of morbid fascination with other people dying but mate that fucking program is good the only thing about the, the only thing about the program is because it's all done the whole program is shot from like the defense like the defense's side so yeah. you kind of get a bit like you kind of get, a, you only get one side of the argument, and you're a bit. I want to know what's yeah. go, what went on the other side too. But like, I'm, I'm always looking for like, what are the, what is the prosecution going on about? Yeah, like, I need to know what their developments are or their train of thought. Yeah, and totally. usually you get a bit of both. But I just, I've been watching it as well, and I'm not very far in. But I love the fact that you see so much of him because, like, yeah. if they're like. If it you know if it finishes and maybe it has and maybe you know by now but don't ruin it for I me. I do. I'm but doing my it, best. You know, I'm doing it my comes best out and he's and he's like is he he's guilty? Like just having that much uh, of him acting fucking cool as a cucumber, like yeah. fucking around. Like there's a scene, <laughs> like there's like a throwaway scene where he's like fucking around with a fax machine, like for ages and Man, stuff. Like, I didn't realize we that have all of there's that. There's so much like comedy going on in a fucking courtroom. Mate. Yeah. There's like in the court, but in, when it goes to trial, there's so much laughter going on, and it's like. <laughs> This is like a, the court case for a. Well, this woman's dead. Yeah. Like, stop laughing. It's fucked it's up. Him <laughs> and his brother, right? Him and his brother are always like laughing at yeah, each man, other. Yeah, man, they've got they've got way too much like family banter going on. Yeah, because of a lot of shit. Oh, sorry, How are glid- good. the recording glitched. My bad. We good. Yeah. Um. Other than that, not a lot going to work, man. Um. E three coverage has been pretty cool. E three was fucking sick. I'm I mean, so like. You know me, I barely ever actually get time to play video games. <laughs> so I kind of play them vicariously through through <laughs> other people. <laughs> and I also don't have a PS4, but I really fucking want to get one because that Spider-Man game looks outrageous. That Spider-Man game looks so dope. I cannot wait. Like I, I mean, bought uh, I bought a PlayStation. You know, uh, the E3 before when it got announced. Yeah. I went out, bought a PS4. <laughs> and like Specifically I, for Spider-Man. Specifically because like, right, I can't not have a PS4 by the time this game comes out, right? And then... Realised it was probably two, three years <laughs> off, and I jumped the gun too far. All I bought was fucking the new Uncharted game and Guilty Gear. Like, and by the time you've like played an anime fighter for about twenty hours, you, you've you've had a lot of it. Yeah, and you've done. And those Uncharted games are just a bit boring, really. They're not for really. Me. They're too easy. It's not. It's not a gamer's game. I don't think. No. It's not a. It's it's like playing That's a movie. This is more of the sort of game that I would play. Probably because I'm retarded. Oh, sorry, I can't say that word, Randy. Can I? Can no, we? you. No, you can't. I mean, you can. <laughs> oh, no, no, my bad. Oh, hit me, hit me. Everything's. Everybody's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm more of a casual gamer. You are. Like, you are really, a like really, casual. really casual. Like I probably like a. If a casual gamer, then I am like an asleep gamer. <laughs> like I, I, do, I can only really handle games that have got like one button. There like, needs to be Flappy Bird. That's too hard for me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, the fact that you have to press and depress the. Oh button. God, no! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to let go of the screen. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it's just a bit, bit too much for me, yeah. mate. In my ass, it's, it's been fucking World Cup, mate. Um, I have not got World Cup fever. Yeah. I can tell you that for free. I fucking hate football. And you know what? Uh, for those listening, Gary actually has quite a, quite an odd dynamic in his house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, somewhat. maybe an odd dynamic. It's 2018, you know, gender roles and that. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty but, woke. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a woke-ass house over there <laughs> because Gary's wife lives and breathes football. She yeah, fucking loves it and yeah. he fucking hates it. It's, like, it's a total football. gender swap. For Nick, to be honest, my missus, she got a season ticket at Portsmouth and I cannot stand football and a lot of people would say that she's completely wasted on me really because a lot of yeah. dudes would love to have yes. love, love to have a wife who was into football yeah. I've got one and it, I'm not bothered you know, I'm sure I there's a website for that at all. yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> I could probably lend her to people <laughs> someone yeah. to a missus to go to the football with yeah, yeah. I think it's called matchdaymistress.com <laughs> 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 mate that is genius that is genius yeah, someone, get, someone that. get Zuckerberg if that doesn't exist 
get Zuckerberg and whoever the fuck made Instagram. We're doing this. <laughs> that was him as well, wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this shit. I don't know these. Oh no. Fucking Silicon Valley <laughs> motherfuckers. No, I don't know. Yeah, man. Other than that, just been chilling. Oh, we had a nice shit. little. We had a nice little lunch. Went out for a lunch oh, with our ladies a on Sunday, didn't we? Little, lovely little lunch. That yeah. was delightful. It was very, very nice. Yeah, for a, to a lovely establishment that had fucking served uh, pancakes with fried chicken, which is oh. a fucking game changer. Mars bar by the way. pancakes, mate. Jesus Christ. Game changer. Game changer. <laughs> Mate, that shit was fucking good. That fucking shit was dope. That was good. It was beautiful. Anyway, should we get on with the show? Right, let's get into the show let's proper. Let's get on with the show. We are now about to suck the dick dry of so many fucking good jams. Oh, you know it. So what what's gonna, on the list this week, what's Gary? On the list this, week? this week we're going to be talking about the new record from Zealanada. Yeah. We're going to be talking about something else we're going to be talking about orthodox we're going to be talking <laughs> we got hype train shit coming <laughs> in we got some sick hype train shit we're also going to be talking about um pressure cracks new ep from the band pressure cracks that's pretty fucking sick so yeah let's jump in straight away let's get on that let's talk about zealanada right i can see you over there rustling your notes Ooh, and it is a hearty hearty Mate, I've, written, I've written a straight up essay this week bro yeah all right so i'm gonna pass the floor to you yeah zealanada uh, a band there the brainchild of a guy called manuel ganyu i think that's how you pronounce his name he's uh he's a swiss american guy he lives in new york so i think he's mostly american but his parents i think his mum's from switzerland um the project, the project of Zealanada, origin, it origin, eh, it originated. I can't speak. Originated as a, he was a, a Reddit thread. I think so essentially he started a thread on Reddit where he said, "People, give me genres of music to mash together, Fuck off. and I'll see if I can do it." Yeah, no, no seriously. fucking way. So he got a few. I, I, I couldn't find the thread itself, but he got a few ideas. And then one one person turned around and said, "Can you mash chain gang music with black metal?" And he was like, "Fuck it, let's give it a try." Yes, and basically. He like really loved it, really no. enjoyed it, and from there he just decided to create a band, or I say a band, it's a one man project. And he, um, his first album that he released, he released uh, last year, early part of last year. It's called Devil Is Fine, where yep. he um, essentially produced. I think he produced the whole thing on his laptop at home, like Sick. solo solo job. And um, the musical press went fucking mental for it. Like people were absolutely all over it. And to be honest, I listened to it and. Uh, it's a li- for me it's a bit janky like it's you can hear that it's a good idea yeah but it hasn't really come to like the heavy parts don't really kick very well there's mm-hmm. some weird like electronic like almost drum and bass stuff going on in there which is all a bit odd and to be honest i kind of wrote it off i wrote the whole thing off as one of those like music this is industry just a crazy little yeah. brainchild project that you well, know. i just kind of wrote it off as one of those things you know every now and then like the magazines and the, the music press kind of get excited about a band and like this is the new best band and then like two days later that they've completely forgotten about it yeah yeah and i kind of wrote it off as one of them but then then that's why around, fucking musical press is bollocks yeah fucking so, oh, totally. heavy music podcasts are the best thing yeah that's, exactly. why, that's probably that's why. why you should listen to us we tell you what is good <laughs> not kerrang magazine yeah. but anyway so I we're not wrote being it off. paid by anybody no no if only we're That'd sucking nice, dick for free over here <laughs> <laughs> we should be getting paid no because then we'd be compromised we'd be like nah. yeah let's listen to the new album by all time low no let's oh, not shit. do that fuck me no um, <laughs> but anyway so yeah so this is the second album um by Zilanado. it's called stranger fruit it's it's been it's all like everything's just been pushed up to 11 man like the production value on it is fucking it's fantastic brilliant the songwriting craft is just next level. Yeah. It was um it was recorded at God City, which is um Kurt Ballou from Converge's um uh, studio. Hell's yeah, so yeah. you know it's sounding fucking big as your house, mate. You everything know everything that comes out of that place, man, sounds fucking huge. And this is definitely no exception. It just it gets me excited. I don't think that he I don't think Kurt Ballou produced it. He was the engineer, someone else yeah, produced yeah. it. Uh, Kurt Kurt's only got a mixing credit yeah, on, that's it, on it. the album. Yeah, so he was yeah. kind of engineering it, it was all you know recorded in his studio with his gear so you know it's just it you sounds fucking it. amazing because like the thing is like you've got so much trust in that dude he just needed a big fucking sick studio to spread his wings in right? yeah exactly that is exactly it man yeah is that that is that the the setting is really made a difference for mm-hmm. it man you can tell like he just he's been able to be so more so much more creative he's had access to so many more instruments and extra musicians and all sorts of stuff like yeah so you just know and 
I mean, like, you put it on, then straight away you know what you're going to get, right? You listen to that intro. Oh. It's got those fucking, like, the chain stomp, which is just fucking, is amazing. And he comes straight in with that bluesy voice. Oh, man, Mate. man, guy's got a fucking good voice. Uh, right? This guy has a sick fucking voice. And he's got, he a, an he's got a range, right? Because he does a whole, he, has. he does all of these vocals on this album. Like, yeah. He goes from a fucking southern bluegrass, not bluegrass, southern blues. To like, a fucking sing, Norwegian, to like fucking black, Norwegian black metal vocals, man. Yeah. He's got he's got it all going on. Um, this guy is just killing it. Like, And yeah, as soon as you get that, that first track going, you're like, yeah you can feel what you what you're in for and then it goes into into like the grave diggers chant which is oh. it was the first that was the first kind of single that was the first thing i heard from it i think there's also a music video for it too yeah like on its own like not really mu- it's just it is a chant it's like an intro yeah. track it's like literally like <laughs> even the fact that he like released it like on its own without context of like an like it being an introduction to the album effectively like yeah. it's like it's just ballsy like it was just so fucking good yeah like, fair play to him fair i've play. got a big i've got a big love for intro tracks obviously like afi like one of my favorite bands in the world and they have always like done like a big intro track like well for most of the albums yeah not, not the bad ones but they're, they're, you know like i'm a big fan of an intro track if any album i ever wanted if i ever were to do albums i'd always do a big intro track you've got to do it mate it's just getting people hyped <laughs> get people sick. get people excited love it absolutely love the it. the other thing you get well the other thing i've always got a bit of an issue with when bands release the first song off an album yes because you put it on and you're like i've already heard this like, yeah yeah it, it kind of ruins that moment you get but super stoked like it's the first time you've got this album home you've been fucking like loving it and loving it and you're like okay let's go let's go and, and then it's like three songs you've already heard yeah. and you have to wait till track five to get stoked to actually get something new yeah yeah but yeah man so um after the grave diggers chant you hit the next track which is also glorious which is servants and i was looking and i was seeing online an interview with manuel basically they kind of refer he refers to the Zelonada fans as servants you know like the way <laughs> Slipknot fans are like maggots it's oh, a similar like sort it. of idea yeah. so the I whole idea of, of servants as a song is kind of like a a call to arms for his fans because his uh, servants join us you know it's kind of like that's fucking sick it's got yeah. servants exactly yeah join us. that's yeah. it man so it's that kind of whole that whole sort of vibe I've got to not do Halfly, halfly efforted singing. <laughs> yeah, do don't don't listen to Sonny's attempt to sing the don't song. Do that. It's and be much like, better. oh, maybe not. It's fucking great, <laughs> man. I just love the whole the whole thing with the album is like it's taking a style of music which is a, generally associated to Christianity, right? Yes, gospel, like, like gospel, and that kind of thing, and then flipping that shit on its head. And turning it into something satanic and evil. Like, I just love that. That's such a cool idea. It fucking is, man. The way that it works, man. It's just, it's fucking rad. It's so good. Like, I, I fucking love this album. I can't say, like, how much, like, the, the marriage of the two styles for me is just fantastic. Like, I love old blues, gospel, stuff like that. Like, I listen to, like, quite a bit of that every now and then. Like, it's, yeah. uh, it just gets my dick hard. I fucking love it. Like, listening to it, it's like, the first time I fucking tried like uh, like bacon with like pancakes and syrup, you know, like it's like that first time you just try something, yeah. you're like, oh fuck me, like, this shouldn't oh, no, work, like, but it kind of wow, it kind of does. You look at black metal and like and like gospel written down, and you think, nope, but hell's yeah, man, yeah, man. it's fucking glorious. Like so. I've been listening to this since I got back from download basically yeah. every day. The album all like it, I cannot get enough of it. It's absolutely fantastic. Like uh so when I went out to that Comic-Con uh with my lady, I was I think I was with her about 35 minutes when she'd already told me uh twice to stop singing the chorus to Built on Ashes. <laughs> like I just Mate, had those, not, could not stop singing it, man. It just happens. They're, they're so infectious. The the vocals yeah. on it, the choruses are all so infectious. They really are. I'm, I just had some like weird mismatched jumble of all of them going through my head <laughs> and like I don't even I lose track of like what song is that from I don't even know but they're yeah. all just in there and they're all like a, a big soup of goodness just amazing amazing choruses and stuff like um, it's just yeah it's just so full of songs that I just really want to keep singing all fucking day like until my like th- my throat is shredded to pieces yeah. like it's just fucking amazing I could not stop singing that fucking chorus man also the moment that gets me is you know the song you, you ain't coming back yes which is like it comes in and it's like it could be by I don't know it could be like a a boy band or something yeah like, it's yeah it's so sweet the way it comes in mate it is like the um like the commercial viability of this album is 
absolutely fucking stonking until it goes like, black metal until but, yeah. it goes black metal but like i mean you could you could hand pick like three or four tracks i mean the it gets heavy but it doesn't actually come in with scream vocals until don't you dare which i believe is the fourth track fourth track like yeah. that, like that's four tracks in you just get hit by yeah, this fucking like high scream out of nowhere like a fucking hammer to the back of the head it's like absolutely it's, leveling isn't yeah. it when it comes in and, yeah. and when it comes in you're just so happy it's like it's like hair stand up moment like yeah. when you're like oh my god this is actually gonna happen yeah because like totally. for me like i didn't really listen to the previous stuff too much no. i heard bits and bobs because you, you you'd said about it but mm. like i never really delved but this album i've been going hard on mate all day or a day or day it is a fucking absolute winner um what's your favorite song my favorite song is uh ship on fire my, me too man is it ship on fire ship is the fucking on one mate <laughs> we didn't even talk about this before, no man we did that's we, not planned that's we, we completely make, off the cuff <laughs> i make i make very good like uh, like i don't talk about talk to him about what songs are going to be our favorite no song every time he so tries to start talking to me it. about it i'll cut him off because because <laughs> he'll spoil it but yeah man ship uh, on fire it's just what it's it is just, man it's the monk chant beat down that yep. like that moment in it is amazing it's like, sick as fuck it's so cool and then he's like coming on with his uh, with his blues he's singing over the top yeah. of it all the layers are working together it's fucking awesome that song has possibly uh, so it's hard to whittle down like my favourite like little bit of lyrics on the album like it's because mm. they're just full of absolute yeah. slammers left right and centre but there's there's a line in it. I came in the name of the dead to bring my neck to the blade. Yeah, that is cool. Fuck my that life. Is cool. There's a lot of little bits dope. like that. The one that I really like as well is in uh, is in Row Row, which is um the last of the bastion, the last of the legion, the best of the bastards, the slave to bu- none. Yes. That is fucking so cool, man. Hell yeah. That is so cool. And the right row row is like a fucking like a it's really like jazzy, isn't it? It's yeah, like it got is. that like it's got like finger snaps in it as well. <laughs> and then it comes in with like some proper full on black metal, really fast blasts and nice. Uh, it's amazing. This album just makes me so happy. Going back to I'm that not really song. like hot just thinking about it. Like I love it. It's so cool. Um, going back to that song Ship and Ship on Fire yeah sorry like, yeah it's my favourite like because of that lyric it's just got fantastic parts in it and I think for me it's just got like such strong imagery there like mm, yeah, I can totally. fully imagine like a fucking like I don't give a fuck get Michael Bay to produce it like <laughs> like a, a video with like this ship like fully on fire Viking with like longboat. zombie yeah. fucking Vikings with like, like just coming back for vengeance yeah like some like, Game of Thrones shit yeah, yeah and man. he's a, he's like like imagine the video like he's at the top like he's like in the crow's nest like looking out like pouting out this absolute ballad at the top Zeo, if course, fucking listen, it up, just like, do yeah. it <laughs> do it manuel when you listen to this not if when you listen to this and you steal our video idea as long as you put our names at the bottom of it we don't care yeah man i don't even want any money man i just want you to put my name on the bottom of it <laughs> uh, so like yeah what is so satisfying about this album is like it's amazingly like catchy choruses and uh, they are like fucking awesomely dark subject matter though. Yeah. So like it's songs that you really want to sing and you cannot stop yourself singing, but it is like incredibly dark and there's just something so satisfying about that. It's like fucking like, I feel like I'm belting out an Acacia Strain fucking chorus like or something, <laughs> yeah. but like it's it's got a sick melody but to it. But with a like, great beautiful melody. Yeah, yeah. With a, sung by a beautiful bluesy voice. Yeah, totally. It's, I, uh, I understand, man. It'd be like if Britney Spears was singing about like, baby fucking <laughs> <laughs> and like the what I was saying before about like the, how it's like so commercially viable like it achieves that throughout the entire album without like actually like ever really compromising or ever being really too on the nose no, totally. or like too easy like the lyrics are always very smart and yeah. fantastic and it's just the whole thing top to bottom is just fantastic like I really really hope that this guy goes down so well like I hope this gets amazing success and this guy's playing stadiums like next year so we can go fucking watch him yeah totally man no well I mean he's touring isn't he December he's touring and he's coming through the UK he's got a few dates in the UK yeah so that'll be awesome there's we'll a definitely be there there's a chance that we might go to the brighton date and the london date if we can, <laughs> if uh, if pull, we it can pull it off i'll go to two I'm, I'm there man i'm with you i'm up for it yeah mate awesome so yeah that's fucking hey that, anything else the only thing i've got that I, we haven't said is that my one negative is i could probably do without the instrumental interlude tracks yeah there's a couple there's i a think couple there's of two them. there's um, two possibly three no there's two you're right there's and two you know what it's, they're not the worst thing i just no i mean just, they're not they're not painful like it's a long album as it's it is quite a long album and those just trimming those out might have you know just sort of can tightened it up a little bit yes but like that is such a small 
such a small criticism of this fucking incredible yeah, it's, album. It's like, that's nothing. This is definitely business end of the best albums of the year, mate. Easy, there's, there's easy. No it's, it. it's, it's, it's got fucking high points on the board already for albums of the year. Easy, yeah, man, totally. easy. Just like the, the sheer creativity and like just smashing those genres together. He deserves just success the out props, of the arse. Yeah. yeah. I hope somewhere, you know, someone's sucking his dick. <laughs> <laughs> the way we are <laughs> fingers crossed man fingers crossed so yeah that um, in case you didn't catch it that's uh, the album's called Stranger Fruit and it's by Zilanada it came out a couple of weeks ago you can find it on all of uh, all your streaming platforms yeah just please go and listen to it and just, just love it just it's get phenomenal get it in your ears mate just get it in your ears get it right up your ear hole <laughs> so uh, next album we're going to talk about is uh, is an album by a band called Orthodox. Orthodox. Hells. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Orthodox are uh, they're a four-piece straight-edge hardcore band. They come from Nashville, Tennessee. And this record, Sounds of Loss, is their third release. But it's actually their first full-length record. They've got a couple of EPs before it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's released by through Unbeaten Records. Um, and Unbeaten Records is the home of uh, heaviest favourites left behind. Hells yeah. Hell yeah. So, My favourite boys. Those guys are doing God's work over there, mate. Don't you worry about it. The devil's work, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, maybe God's work is the wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's the wrong term. But yeah, so this album is called um, it's called Sounds of Loss, um, and unsurprisingly, it is about exactly that. The, the The concept behind it, I believe, is that it's about the anticipation of, of yes. grief. You know, yeah. it's about thinking about losing someone in the future. Like you know, yeah. It's about like pre-dealing with it and just yeah. going fucking bonkers in the process. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So it's really fucking rad. I mean, the way it opens up, like it's got the anticipation. The first track, it's it's so it's so new metal in the way no, that he kind of delivers. Even the vocal, before that, right? Even before that, I'm stoked because it, it starts with oh, like a sample, classic. Yeah. Like like when was the last time like an album that you fucking loved start start with a little sound clip? Like that hasn't happened since like MySpace era. Yeah, this but is what not, it I don't even think it's a sample. Usually, like it would be sample from a film or something. But it no, is no, just him. It's just him, just monologuing in the in the rec- in the recording studio. Yeah, like, yeah. But it gives that. It, it just gave me those goosebumps that I haven't yeah, had in a while. You know? Totally. And yeah, then when it comes in, it's like. It's got that real like new metal kind of style, like he's got a bit of a bit of a Marilyn Mansony kind of delivery, but yeah. but uh, you know it's it's don't be put off by that, like don't be put off by the words new metal, like some people might be. Nah, I'm not. I fucking love new metal. That was my jam <laughs> when I was a kid. New metal's but, like, bro. Yeah, yeah, it really is. The thing is, like the people who are making records now, that's it. Are like the, they were influenced by new metal at the time. Like if you go back and people being influenced by I don't know fucking glam or whatever. And yep. now you go back, you go back twenty years, and it's new metal. So that's what yeah. you're getting. Is you're now getting it's shifted the in the new metal the generation and what music they are they're bringing to the table based on their influences. Yeah, like when they were thirteen, they were just fucking jamming Slipknot and fucking Corn, yeah, and exactly. that is like apparent. And that is in a lot of it. in a lot of the, the current shit. And I, I'm fucking happy for yeah, it, man. I love it. I'm lovely. I'm like happy. Like I'm loving this like little shift that is taking a little bit. I was getting a bit played out on certain genres. Like just this yeah. is nice. This is nice. Yeah, it's awesome. I fucking love it. So, um, I'm pretty sure in the first song, there is a guest appearance from Zach from Left Behind, although I can't find anywhere. Oh, it's Panic, the song. Yeah, Panic. Panic, the second song. Yeah, the second song. So, I can't find confirmation of that anywhere, but I'm pretty sure he's in there. I can can hear his voice. Yeah, mate, it sounds exactly like him. And if it isn't him, then, you know, fair play, because that dude just fucking banged out an absolute belter. (laughs) (laughs) It rips, whoever it was. It fucking rips. That, um panic has got this like opening super obnoxious chugras like and like it just makes me fucking happy that shit dude it's just like it's just so on the nose but that's that that is absolutely all over this album there's so many amazing moments that just just make you fucking happy like the bit that the bit that fucking kills me is you know i'm scared of you it's the fucking slamming, the slamming Tom's moment in I'm Scared of You. <laughs> Just, oh, mate, every time I hear that, like, I listen to this, I listen, do most of my music listening at work with my headphones on while I'm cracking out some work. <laughs> and every time that moment comes in, like, I need a new mouse because I'm, I'm just smashing <laughs> it on the desk because it just, it's uh, so good. And I just, Oh, I just gotta destroy yeah. something when I hear it. It's so just, cool. Uh, so note on that. Th- this is that's kind of how this podcast started. We basically were listening to too much metal at our at our workplaces, and uh, Gary started this this podcast, and you know we would both contribute to it, and he basically called it the Office Crowd Kill playlist. 
and uh, it was just a bit of a laugh. It was just us putting the most violent music in one <laughs> in one little pot. So you know, just imagine twatting your coworkers with you just know, a playlist tea. of music that you definitely shouldn't be listening to at work because you might punch Linda and HR in the face. It's just it's just that that was all we were that was what we were living for, and that was kind of the inspiration. And this was one yeah. of the first albums that found its way onto the Crowdkill compilation. Hell's right? yes, because it's it's just like an absolutely like. It's a lost gem. Like it I, absolutely is. I didn't. You don't see anyone. No one's talked no one, about it. No like, one's talked about it. This this actually came out just over a year ago now because I saw they posted an yeah. anniversary post, and I have not heard like anybody or seen anybody else talk about this. Like other than you know bands that play with them and stuff. Yeah. But, like I just people need to realize that this is fucking amazing like we just need to get that word out there get the orthodox love coming from the uk so they can just come over here one time we can watch the <laughs> please please come <laughs> or at least put some merchandise online somewhere that we can we can get hold of it i tried to buy some and i don't even they ship outside of the us oh man. no yeah seriously <sighs> i thought about like making my own one brutal i like buy some like felt it pens and white t-shirt and make my own orthodox t-shirt <laughs> but no <laughs> yeah man yeah mate. mate what um, else have I got in my notes I've got oh yeah there's, there's that track what's the track that's, I think it's called Fallen Behind that's yes. like just got starts off with a completely different vibe like yes so that's what I was going to go into so basically after sort of like track four yeah. it sort of shifts there's an outro to the track and then it goes into this this track called Dementia and oh yeah at, yeah, the, be- at the beginning of Dementia it almost sounds like a new album starts like it's a it's a it's a sort of shift in style like the 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 first like four tracks are like sort of really well sort of rounded out sort of actual sort of proper big tracks mm. and then from there on out it's like this sort of like concept like i mean i know the whole thing's a concept but it sort of takes a shift like at that that point yeah and they go into more like shorter like two minute songs like for the rest of the album like there's there's one up and down here and there but um it just really is a fucking journey this band are just like flexing every muscle yeah, under the fucking so much sun going on just it's- demonstrating just influences from everywhere like just absolutely killing it like um you know obviously the, the new metal's there all the time but then yeah, of course there's like uh you know just everything all over the place and oh it's my, fucking great i've got for fans of corn slipknot sworn in yeah i mean there's quite i think i hear there's quite a lot of that in there i think I it mean, gets sworn a bit in kind of change the game for this whole style of music anyway um i've also got down vanna because there's quite a lot of vanna in there as well it's it's kind of Vanna, you know what's his name? Davy from Vanna has got that like rhyming couplet vocal style, where his his kind of his vocals are all kind of in like like pairs, like pairs yeah. of lines, and that's kind of they use that kind of style in Orthodox as well. Yeah, man. So you know that's clearly something that he's been influenced by. I put down like like there's a there's quite a bit of King Eight Ten in there, but I don't know if King yeah. Eight Ten then bleeds out to the Slipknot and Corn. Like, yeah, potentially. But yeah, it just it does. Um, for me, uh, track eight might be like, the best example of diversity. I think it's called uh, "Resent Me," right, and yeah. it's just the this like this song stands, starts like really slow, and uh, like there's this riff that comes in like halfway through the track that is so different to anything else in the album. It yeah. sounds like almost like a like a typo negative song or something. Like oh, it's shit. it's huge and it's just absolutely massive. Um, the title track sounds of loss is uh track nine and like throughout this whole thing there's like probably three or four times throughout the album it re- repeats the the bits like push and pull oh the intro yeah yeah and push and uh like that's like carried out throughout like so many songs in the album and it really is fucking awesome uh yeah i think for me the taking might be my favorite song on the album like that's uh, because uh, literally it's the last song of the album yeah <clears throat> Oh, I've got my my favorite songs. I'm scared of you, man. That bit in the, it just does it so much for me. What bit? The fucking Tom Stomp. Oh yeah, shit. Sorry. Yeah, man. That bit just just does it for me. Yeah. I also love, of course, got to point out Brian from Knock Loose popping up. Yeah, I, I had to <laughs> not call my like favorite song that one again. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheating, isn't it? It's cheating. It is. Keep deciding that all the songs that Brian from Knock Loose comes up in are yeah. the best ones. It's cheated slightly. Um, yeah, so that track, fucking track nine, like the sounds of. Uh, sorry, fuck off. I'm uh, saying it wrong. The taking, basically, that yeah. last song. It's like it might be my favorite song because I think it's like the heaviest on the album. It's like it basically feels like the culmination of all these themes and everything. It just like comes crashing down in that mm. last song, and it's just fucking as heavy as two fucking big bastard tanks. <laughs> it's just it just 
crushes your whole house. <laughs> Two bastard tanks. Two big bastard tanks. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I've got this album is basically like a big fucking nasty tub of celebrations in there. <laughs> there, you know, there's something in there for everyone. It's almost like two different EPs, like I said. Like, um, but it is just glorious. It, it like there's almost almost possibly a criticism in the fact that like maybe it's a little bit disjointed in the way that it feels a little bit different but yeah i don't care because no, every time i, I listen to it i listen to the whole yeah. fucking thing like the whole yeah. fucking thing the whole way through and i take it like yeah it's a full-on journey isn't it you've got it really like i was showing this to uh to my lady and we were like three tracks in showed it and she fucking loved it skipped to like track eight and she was like who's this like she thought i changed <laughs> the band i was like no these <laughs> no, guys can just band. rip every fucking different way they want to you know like <laughs> it's amazing yeah awesome so yeah that is um that is orthodox gary if that album was a delivery man he would swagger up to your door listening to new metal obnoxiously loud in his headphones without breaking stride he would twat the parcel through your fucking window piss all over your welcome mat and kick your dog to fucking death (laughs) (laughs) not my dog not bones he fucking would mate he fucking would he would give a shit (laughs) oh man so yeah that's orthodox the album's called sounds of loss um again you can find it everywhere orthodox the sounds of loss you can get it for free on Bandcamp as well i believe real so yeah there's that love it next thing we'll think, next record we're going to talk about son is uh, it's pretty i think it's pretty special for me because yes uh, this is this is a full gary i'm gonna let gary fully go <laughs> he's very well versed in uh all this man's ventures and loves him very much yeah, and indeed. i can't really comment as much as him so yeah I'm so the band gonna... the band are called pressure cracks um the ep's self-titled it's uh it's their first release uh pressure cracks they're a hardcore band from south california and they feature members ex-members of um, scars of tomorrow I don't know if you remember the band Scars of Tomorrow. Yes. They were signed to Victory Records. They were big in the day. <laughs> Mate, if, they were, if they were on Victory Records, I've fucking heard of them, bro. I'll yeah. tell you that. I'll <laughs> you tell you that it. for nothing. That's it, man. They were big in the day when it was like Bleeding Through and a Tree yeah. and all those kind of bands were about. Like, you know, I've not listened to Scars Tomorrow for a long time, but I remember being really into them at the time. There was an album. Their album was called, um, fuck, what's it called? Ropes. Of the trigger rope around the trigger ropes of, ropes ro- of the trigger ro- ropey triggers oh, ropey, triggery, ropey, ropey tricks it's the no. new hit triggery ropes uh, by so scars the, of yesterday the rope, of, the rope around the trigger <laughs> 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 it was something that i was really into at the time but then this band this band pressure cracks so it was basically the guys from scars tomorrow and they wrote an album and they they contacted one of their one of their good friends which is my one of my good friends one of Gary's J- <laughs> J- Jason Allen Butler of um, formerly of Let Live your the, boy uh, the defunct Let Live it's your boy yeah my boy it's your boy popping up popping up hard he just fucking dropped the fever and he's jumping yeah. over to these motherfuckers Mate, he's just not mucking about just, just helping just helping out you know yeah so basically from what I gather they said Jace we got this fucking sick record <laughs> oi Jace I've it's, got an absolute Jace, slam on your Jace fucking already. name on it son <laughs> what are you saying come on Dan <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, basically, listen to me. Like, we've recorded this record. We want you to come and do vocals on it. What do you reckon? And he, I think he heard it, and he's like, "Yeah, I've got to be, I've got to be part of this." Sick. And it's it's a four track EP, um, and it is amazing. Really, I absolutely love it. Um, so it's he's doing it at the moment. He's doing the fever as well. As what is said. it? What does it sound like, Gary? Round it out for us. What does this? It's got like what a does real this EP sound like. It's got a, it's got a quite an old school hardcore vibe. Yeah. But at the same time, it's got Jason coming over the top, and he's he's got like a real. I mean, he screams like a madman, like you know he does. But he's got like a a kind of heart, like a hip hop sensibility. So he's always yes. like flowing over the track the way that he would in anything that he does. Like he always comes out the same sort of sweet like flow, like rhythm and cadence, and over the top of these these mute these these songs. It just sounds awesome. It's like for anybody, if anyone digs uh, straight from the path, rage against the machine. I guess that's like he adds that quality to anything that he does. Like yeah. the the music might not have necessarily been that, but like by the time you put it and all comes together, it's definitely for fans of those sort of things. Yeah, definitely. And to be honest, I think if if Jason Butler wasn't part of this band, if it was somebody else, I don't know if I'd be as into it because he he's just. I tell you what, I really enjoyed the drummer on that. Yeah, no, yeah. He, no. There is, I mean, you know, there's redeeming features of it. Like the, the songs are really cool, but he's what like sends it totally. over the top. You yeah. know, like he's just he pushes so, it out. He's just so cool. Like everything that he come, everything that he appears on, he's just 
it just oozes cool like the way he's like you know he's like talking there's a bit when he's like fuck all that grown up shit man and it's like when he does it it's like so so rad and he's just he's full of passion like you yeah. hear it and he's like he's got passion and yeah. conviction yeah that's it and like there's um there's a youtube channel that just uploaded a, f- a full set because i think they're um i don't know if they're on tour but they did a show in um in i believe it was in new york they were supported by cu space cowboy and they've uploaded sets from both of them Ooh. which is pretty fucking cool but like he's just He's just a madman of a front man. Like he I don't fucking know if, is. I don't know if you ever saw Let Live live. I never, like, I never got to see him live. I, and I missed him. him at Download, which sucks balls. I mean, the fever. The, but like, yeah. I've watched videos. That guy fucking knows how to blow up a stage. He's oh, yeah. like, he's in those ranks of like, like top reigning front men of our time. Like Definitely. he's up there. Like he got Just Gogan for energy, and he's there. Like he's there. Fucking Greg from Dillinger. Like you put yeah, them in that yeah, fucking yeah. like. He's he's definitely in those absolute, in those ranks, mate. Definitely. Absolute powerhouse of a dude. He's just like, a, a lunatic. Like they've been. Um, they definitely got like let live got banned from some venues because he was he climb on things and yeah, just generally endanger himself. Like he's a crazy person. Fuck yeah. Like I went to I saw let live a few times and it was. It was mind blowing every time, <laughs> and it's just really cool to because I I mean I do like the fever, but the fever was missing the heaviness that I wanted. Yeah, like to be fair, like the last Let Live was missing some of the heaviness that I wanted. There was hardly any screaming in it. It was quite, it was a bit almost radio friendly, but mm-hmm. it was like I just wanted some of that heaviness, and I've got that in Pressure Cracks, and yeah, I couldn't be happier, mate. Sick I love as it. fuck. I mean, my favorite track is uh, is called "Know Yourself," but spelled N-O. You know, oh, it's, it's clever. It's cheeky. It's know cheeky. yourself, <laughs> not play yourself. <laughs> but yeah, so I I really think you need to be uh, need to be getting this shit in your ears, son. I know I've, you've uh, not listened to it I've, much. No, but. so I've been really, really busy, and I boshed it in my ears twice on the way home today, and I fucking loved every minute of it, mate. Like, cannot deny that it's it sounds fantastic. His vocal performances, as ever, are fucking stellar. Like. Dude just knows how to be, man. Yeah, he man. knows what the fuck he's doing every time he's on the mic. He he kills it. He commands it. He's just a fucking. He's just a natural, mate. Like he's just like I say, he's one of those greats. Yeah. He's up there in the ranks of like the greatest fucking hardcore frontman. Fucking any frontman, maybe mate. like that have risen in our time. <laughs> well, yeah, you know? because he's equal parts fucking crazy hardcore screamer and then like soul singer as well. Like he's got yeah. every, he's got everything in his in his fucking suitcase, mate. You can pull it all out. I just yeah. want to hear like. 10 jason butler bands really <laughs> just keep just keep bringing them just keep bringing some new bands dude jason maybe go <laughs> maybe go solo like do some r&b or something yeah. i don't know want to see him on fucking it. next zealand album maybe <laughs> <laughs> featuring jason butler yeah man i'd, I'd get i'd get to that i'll fucking that. buy that for a dollar <laughs> <laughs> mate awesome so yeah that is um that is pressure cracks the ep is called pressure cracks awesome um, and you can hear it everywhere i think it might even be independently released as well Ooh. so that's pretty cool respect respect yeah. all right awesome so that's uh yeah so that rounds out the uh the the chunk the big girthy meat of the show <laughs> um we're gonna roll into what we're calling the hype train now the this is train. a this is a vehicle for us to just get excited. Hype uh, train's busy this week as well, the, man. It's busy. There, I've got, got some <laughs> motherfuckers sitting on the floor in the hype yeah. train this week. <laughs> motherfuckers been oversold this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this is Southwest a, Trains cock up classic <laughs> this week. There's some shit coming down the down the fucking line at the moment, though, man. Like we got to get excited about all of it. Okay, first person to buy a fucking ticket this week to the hype train is my boys. Your boys, my absolute fucking bays, and I fucking hate that word. I don't use that word lightly. I <laughs> u- I use that because I mean that. I oh fucking dear. love these guys. The agony scene. The agony scene. Back. The return. I'm just gonna let that. Sit. The triumphant return. The triumphant return, mate. These guys, I fucking love them so much. I can't express to you in words how much like the darkest red affected me as a, as a fucking as a listener, mate. When it came out. 2004 mate right just cast your just cast your mind back to 2004 i mean I know, i'm doing it i'm doing it right in uh, I'm visualizing you know, i was a lot skinnier then what i always i always think about 2004 and i'm pretty sure 2004 is when chasing safety came out so that's that's yeah. sort of how i benchmark it yeah 
and pre and post chasing safety that is the yes that's sonny's world yeah um so just before this album came out uh this is you know we're me and my mates hanging in craigan's fucking lock up next door we're all fucking right in the midst of the fucking emo scene loving you know we're all wearing fucking white belts and fingerless gloves i've probably got <laughs> a tray of hoodie on with an afi shirt Almost underneath. definitely got shares in ghd you know yeah. it you know it oh you know i had those ghds as well you fucking you know you fucking it. know that shit mastering this cost 20 quid i think they were my sister's old ones you fucking piece of shit <laughs> hand me downs <laughs> <laughs> so like you know this is this came at me hard in a time when i was i was listening to heavy music and i was like i mean well i say heavy music I, like the the height of my heavy at that point was like just getting fucking super balls deep into talica like old yeah. school metal like, i was more into like old school metal at that time i wasn't quite shifting I was just on the brink of about to start listening to the bled and bleeding through like that. This is just in that sort of time. Mm. And, you know, we're hanging out, shooting some pool, hanging. And then we put on this fucking sampler. It must have been a road, ra- uh, Roadrunner record sampler. Yeah. And then we get to this track and Jesus Christ, Scapegoat. Scapegoat, this mm. song comes in. It, this, this fucking song came in hard and fast with these pedals and just blew my fucking balls off man it was amazing i just instantly fell in love with this heavy noise like that album really is like one of the albums that changed me like or just got me into much much heavier stuff because it was just so aggressive and fantastic and um yeah the darkest red if if no one's ever listened to the darkest red by the agony scene and you know if you enjoy metal or metalcore like or hardcore even just fucking go back and have a little bop on it it's fantastic um it's it's amazing um the first time i listened to it yeah basically i just hit, got hit by a fucking truck or the double pedals and the scream dude it's like a scream of an absolute demon still one of my favorite scream vocals like to date like the guy from the agony scene he's just yeah. sounds like hate incarnate like it's got that high pitch <laughs> like i love a high I'm a, I'm a big fan of the highs like always have been and uh you know that album was amazing i fucking wrote that out i I still listen to that album today i listened it's one of those albums that stuck with me and i will listen to it every fucking week um it's just amazing and uh then you know about a month or so ago i just got tagged in a little status by by one of my best mates and uh it was just the uh, it was just the surprised emoji and i looked at it (laughs) And the agony scene had started to announce that they are doing new stuff, and I could not be more bloody happy. I'll tell you that. I mean, and they are not fucking around either, are they? Like, I haven't got the emotional connection to the ag- agony scene that you do. Like, I listened to them back in the day, like, but they were never really that that big of a deal for me. But these new tracks that they've brought out are fucking instant slammers mate they, they are, are amazing big. they are big they are amazing the thing is like the beauty of it is like they've come back 10 years since the last record and they haven't got on board with like what's trendy you know they nah. haven't just sort of like oh let's basically become a metalcore band like they're still sticking to their guns mate they're still yeah. coming out with that death metal pace like yes it's still full of full of fucking fury but like just 10 years later and they're just blowing the scene up mate like the songs are there's two tracks that they've released so the first one that they released i believe was called um the hand of the divine yes. there's a music video for it it's fucking cool just got me stoked it's so cool and then the other track that they've released is called the submissive and that is also equally as sick there's an album coming so the album is called um tormentor and it's coming out on the 20th of july yeah um and these tracks have got me seriously hyped for it. Like I yeah. feel like I need to go back and listen to the to the darkest. Don't bother red. about the one before, the one after, the one after. Uh, they did the darkest red, and then they did another one. It's called Get Damned, and it was like tragically like under recorded. Like it was, yeah. it, it it doesn't sound anywhere near as heavy as oh, the album before. Shame. I don't know if there was a label shift that fucked it up, but like Maybe. honestly, just completely ignore it. Go listen to the darkest red. Get stoked. Um, what they did, what, one thing they did that got me really, really stoked is that they uh, they released like a whole album sampler. Yeah. Like, so it was like it was like fifteen seconds of every track. Oh on yeah, the album. that's cool. That that just got me fucking stoked, man. There is parts in there that just are so big that they've come back. <laughs> is it with just this, a series of high screams? It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> like they've gone, they've just like hitting up like they're just properly hitting up like a more death metal sound, like a more black yeah. metal sound, like like a big orchestral almost sound um yet to hear the uh the choruses um but if they're there i'll fucking open arms mate yeah. come into me i well, still like I still, yeah still still rocking them 
we hate to call it cleans. We need to find a better <laughs> word for cleans. But yeah, the, them cleans. The sung vocal, like a, a straight up sung vocal. Yeah, they haven't. I haven't heard it yet. But if it's there, I'm fucking. I'm waiting with open arms, man. Yeah. I'm stoked as fuck. Awesome. So um, it's my turn. Yes. Can I have? Can I have a? Can I talk about a passenger on the hype train? Go on then. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the one that I'm most excited about this this fucking last com- last week that we've had is a band called Silent Planet. Oh, I don't yes. know if you ever listened to Silent Planet. Yes. They're they're a band. They're from California. This is um. They've got two. F- they've got two records. Um. Both of them are really amazing. But the last one is called Everything Was Sound. It was f- one of my favorite albums of 2016, mate. It is. Maybe it was 2015. I'm fucking up. It, it, it feels fucking, like it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago, man. It's amazing. It's like, I mean, you've heard the the latest Under Oath album and how shit it is, right? It is dog shite. So this band are basically the band that they're like filling yes. in for Under Oath. This mate. is what Under Oath yeah. should have been. This definitely. is what Under Oath should be sounding like, right? Yep. So this band are fucking amazing. They've got, they're topped out by the, it's, they're topped out by this singer, Garrett Russell, his name is, and he is the man, right? He's uh-huh. so good. He's, the amount of like thought he puts into his his vocals is incredible, and like even to the point right, they do lyric videos, and he has citations in the lyric videos, and you can go back <laughs> and you can look at and there's references to what he's talking about in his lyrics, and you can go back and you can read up on the subjects that he's referring to in his lyrics. Like that is there's a lot of effort that goes into that man. It's really cool. Like he talks about like real shit, and they've just released a new song. So the new song is called Northern Fires. Uh, apparently it's about the american civil war i don't know much about that but all i know is this song fucking rips <laughs> um, <laughs> that's all you fucking need to know yeah, that's, that's all it's important really so uh, he's uh, apparently he's been going through some shit and he's you can hear it in the song like he sounds pissed off yeah yeah and it's amazing and he's got he's got this incredible flow going on like he's he like spits bars in it basically like he's pretty much rapping like yeah, mate. But he, not like this you know, guy like is like spitting like, like flow, yeah, dude. Definitely. Mate. I was, that's what I thought when I was listening to it. There's certain points where he's doing that this super fast flow. Like there's um there's bands like fucking like that Attila band that are yeah. fucking dog shite, but <laughs> they do a thing very similar to that. But this guy does it and nails it. Like he yeah. does the, he does oh, the, yeah. the, the the proper like the good version of that. It's not like a cheesy version of like fusing hip hop and yeah. metalcore. It's just he's not like, rapping about bitches. It's hip hop sensibilities, but in the metalcore framework essentially yeah. like you know that made me, makes it sound a bit clinical it's not it's not clinical no. like that. but mate I'm excited like they have I don't I don't think that they've announced an album but this is building towards an album this is a precursor yeah it's building towards an album that we're going to get this year and I'm very excited to hear it lovely yeah man mate I fucking I really enjoyed it I really really enjoyed it that guy's like you say it's it's what you think the Underwriter album should have sounded yeah. like. I mean, we could say that about a lot of things. We could say that sort of about Greyhaven. There's also a band called Limbs who've released an album that's yes. got a bit of that about it as yeah. well. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are just. It's a shame into that, that there's category. so many bands that are influenced by Underwrote that are massively surpassing <laughs> what Underwrote are actually yeah, doing now. Efforts. It's a bit of a shame, isn't it, really? But, you know. That's, yeah. that's all right. I don't mind getting 10 bands that are as good as Underwrote used to be yep. rather than just having one Underwrote. That's you know I'm cool with that. Yeah, because the fucking merch will be cheaper and the shows will be more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you get a tour package. You can't watch. Can't go to a show where Under Oath play twice. Although we did do that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick though. That was it. fucking sick though. Yeah, mate. We saw uh, we saw him last year. We, we saw him play uh, only chasing safety and define the great line in one show. Yeah, man. We went Both to Bristol full. and well, we were just I saw, it, I saw it in London. You went to to bristol but yeah yes it was fucking amazing yeah we went to different gigs but it was beautiful it was fantastic and <laughs> and as long as i've seen that i see that i've seen that gig you know uh that's like that's a eulogy yeah, for me I'm that's fine that's all a, i need to put a pin in under for that point i'll really, put a pin in them until yeah. they fucking butt their ideas up <laughs> until they stop letting spencer chamberlain write songs yeah jeez <laughs> just let him fucking scream over something just leave him alone <laughs> we got for our son uh so the my next passenger on the hype train this week is a band that i just recently discovered really um, recently like yesterday like literally yesterday <laughs> um uh i was listening to my discover weekly on the way to work and this song came in and i nearly caused a 55 car pileup. <laughs> the this band are called cast the stone yeah. right um, they've got one song on Spotify, and it's from an upcoming album called Emprian Atrophy. Uh, Emprian, meaning uh, of the highest heaven, 
and atrophy meaning uh like degeneration so yeah. you know the themes of this album that are going to be coming at us are you know just ripping heaven apart which is uh you know this is that's all good metal subject matter that we can all get behind right <laughs> yeah, it's classic. we can all fuck with that shit it's a classic so i've never heard of this band before and uh turns out that they are a super group yeah. uh of such um basically they're uh they're a metal band oh death metal it's hard to say I, they, yeah because it's kind of yeah. yeah it's not it's not really fast enough to be death metal no um they're made up they're yeah basically a super group uh they actually they actually formed initially in uh 2002 i think and they've released a full uh full-length album previously in 2005 yeah. which i fucking can't find i've been looking <laughs> all over the place for yeah, I, I was gonna I, say i've I not seen that. a lot of time looking for it today i can't find it anywhere um uh, they are from members of Cap- Cattle Decapitation, Misery Index, and Scour. So they've got that fucking, you know, that sick that's good fucking, pedigree. Yeah, that is that's that's serious b- b- fucking metal pedigree, right? But um, this album just it's sorry. I'm sorry, this song <laughs> you wish it's it was just an album. huge, right? Um, it just like when the first riff properly kicks in, I was just smiling like the fucking Joker, man. It's just heavy and chunky as fuck. Yeah. It's like it's like slow death metal. It's got that. Um, it's got the it's got the sound of uh, like an at the gates, like a melodic death metal. Right, it's got yeah. That, it's got that sort Mellow of vibe death, to it. I think they call it. Yeah, yeah, melodic, melodic death. I think they started the melodic death, right? Yeah. with those guys it's uh it's fucking amazing uh it just got me just got me so happy man it's slow death metal it's just got the power of like a swinging two-ton warhammer coming straight <laughs> for your motherfucking teeth it's it's awesome um yeah man well there's not really a, a lot more we could say about cast of stone unfortunately because there's one song we heard it yesterday but yeah it's you know it's got me hyped it's got me hyped to hear some more shit from them definitely yeah i'm really fucking stoked i wish i knew more about them i wish i could find that fucking thing <laughs> yeah. by the time we do the next podcast maybe i would have been able to find that down. other album but i can't find it anywhere but on cassette or something like <laughs> yeah either way i'm so fucking stoked the band is called cast the stone the fucking song is called as the dead lie and the album is called emprian atrophy it's coming out on august 31st and i can't fucking wait i hope we get another i hope we get another song before then i'm sure yeah, we will i'm sure we will put that date in the diary in your fucking diary sick man so i've got one one last band to talk about for uh one last band this is something that i've been listening to for quite a while man but they just released something new this band they're called grave mind they come from they come from melbourne another australian band no fucking about yeah man their uh their band name i believe is a reference to something from halo yes it is it is indeed a reference to the fucking flood so there's this uh did you ever play halo at all Nah, man so there's this awesome really fucking awesome like basic it was basically like halo's way of getting away with doing like sort of space zombies they had this like this race called the flood that were just fucking awesome like right. amorphous weird like thing like characters that just uh fucking they were scary as shit like yeah. back in the day like and the grave mind is like the it's the the, the most fully evolved form of them it's like their hive mind oh, character okay. the grave mind it's the big it's the big bad in charge that's of, pretty of, fucking, of the flood it's pretty gnarly yeah it is it's, it's pretty gnarly sick. so yeah so this band they're kind of like um I guess you'd say they were a deathcore band, really. I mean, it's a, it's quite yeah. like it's quite techy. So I've kind of got like they're sort of fusing the styles of tech death from bands such as like Beneath the Massacre or like Archspire. Yeah, but they're fusing it with more of a sort of groovier type of type of vibe, maybe more genty almost. Yeah, there's definitely genty tones yeah, coming up. There's a bit there's a bit of a gentiness to it, but like it's more kind of I sort of look at it more to be like stuff like Thy Art or like justice for the dams you know that uh-huh. more sort of like groovy element of deathcore yeah but basically they've been they've been going for a little while this this is this is a, a track they've released a song's called life like it's um it's a single i don't think that it's part of anything it's just i think it's just a standalone single that they've released because just fucking throwing us a bone just yeah basically yeah they're kind of they're kind of well known for just being really hard working you know they're always putting something together yeah and they've just cracked out this single i think i don't know that there's, there might be a lyric video that goes with it or something but i'm not too sure oh, i hate lyric videos can we yeah, just talk about lyric I videos for a minute i don't feel lyric videos either, oh, really man to be mate, with you. lyric videos like they'd kill my buzz like if i'm stoked for a, a band's new song i gotta put the lyric video on and close the window because i can't watch that shit like sometimes the lyrics are so fucking cringe or something like that and i'll just have like a weird association with it and it just in my head that song like i I can't um 
it's just I don't think it's a good shout no it's I'd I've not watched it I don't even know if it exists I've not watched it I've only listened to oh, a right, song okay. but I think there <laughs> might be but um but yeah the, yeah the song's called Lifelight but if you feel it there's an EP that they they bought out last year that's called The Death Gate that's fucking rad that's as fucking well. rips yeah man it's so good like the vocal delivery is incredible the riffs are fucking amazing he's got this thing that he does like the vocalist does where he kind of does a bit of a, like a a, a metalcore preacher man thing where he kind of like rants out and it's, it works really cool it does it does appear in his song yes um I was listening to them and they've got sort of like a they're they're sort of like melodic uh, they do have certain like melodic aspects in their in their songs you right? know what but it's like, actually like screamed bits yeah but you know what that's fucking the fir- awesome it, it, that's the first time it has happened is in this this track I don't think that they do any of that in the in I the dig EP it. I'm backing it hard it's like cool, they're coming yeah. in with like a melodic chorus but it's more it's like it's like seventy percent scream it's and like thirty percent scream yeah it's, like it's fucking sick I love that Mario I'm I'm happy for that to come into deathcore and just just fuck around there you know it's it's great i love it <laughs> yeah man yeah that's cool so yeah that's the band called uh gravemind check them out the band called gravemind. gravemind yeah man so yeah that's uh that's our show this week that's it we have fucking uh we have wanked dry several bands there is guys with dusty balls <laughs> sat around the globe right <laughs> shriveled now. Shriveled little nutsacks. Just shriveled. <laughs> the balls have climbed back inside like they're fucking <laughs> six years old. <laughs> if you've made it this far, we thank you very much. We will be back next week, hopefully, with another lot of bangers for you to next put up week, your fucking ears. Next week, get hyped because we're going to be talking about the fucking Vein album. Oh, yes, the Vein album's oh, coming out shit. in two days. Listen to it, motherfuckers, so you can get your cocks out with us. Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll see you later.